I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 417th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with a spectacle of co-hosts. First, we have the most fishiest person I know, Seth Vilo. Hello, I'm here to rend the podcast. And then I've also got, as always, the uh, the master of all knowledge, Sigma. Oh, I thought we were going to go with Baltbeak there, darn. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. If you're new, welcome back. If you're old, we really uh, appreciate you guys listening to the show. We have a good time here. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. And we talk about everything Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game to, uh, honestly, it's been a lot of the video game lately. <laughs> Just because we got Sword and Shield came out. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in it. It's super exciting. Yep. So with that with that note, though, uh, what have you guys been doing? Have you been playing Sword and Shield? Absolutely. I've been doing that, trying to get all my stuff properly fixed from my in-game run with mints and caps and all that kind of nonsense, and just trying to tackle the ladder. Uh, you guys heard Battlecast last week, so I've been trying to figure out what the heck is good. And I guarantee since Battlecast came out and this podcast came out, there's probably like 15 changes. <laughs> so this, this, meta, this meta hasn't settled at all, and it's way different than like other metas too. Because mm-hmm. previously like you could lean on like old favorites, and yeah. now you can't. So it kinda, it's, it's a weird time to be alive. Yeah, I've been having a problem with Hatterene on my team because it just eats my cores alive. And I thought, oh, I, oh gosh, what resists fairy, psychic, and fire? Oh, yeah, he tr- Oh, wait, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Stuff like that's mm-hmm. gone. It's really sad. It, 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 like, all of your Pokemon knowledge is just gone. Yeah, now it becomes trivia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, can, it can win you $20 of T-Public credit, though, Seth. There we go. Apparently not. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Sigma? How's life? Everything? The Pokemon verse? Uh, still lots of, lots of Pokemon Sword. Yeah. It's amazing how, uh, well stretched the post game is between whether you want to be raiding, breeding, or going to, like, the battle tower. And hopefully soon the battle arena. I think they did the battle tower better. Yeah, the battle tower is like, nice, quick. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go in, get another rank up, and, uh, go back yeah. to my breeding. It's a nice little thing to do in between. Yeah. I'm also like really excited because I think next week is the first tournament for Pokemon or this weekend. It's 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 this this weekend, weekend, I think. 
Yeah, it's one of the weekends upcoming. I'll have to double check this for the new segment. But there's another weekend that's coming up where you can do the first tournament for uh, for Pokemon, which is a 3v3 singles. And first of all, it's really nice because Global Link's not involved. <laughs> and you can actually join the tournament. I don't think there's any big prizes minus like you can get some BP. But I don't even think they've announced BP. I, I don't even know what they've no- announced for it. It, it's it's very vague, but I'm okay with it. I mean, I I'd be okay just throw like my hat in the ring and try three v three singles. Well, it's super weird though because now uh, the battle arena online actually gives you BP and things like that. So oh. I don't know what kind of prize they're going to get for these tournaments anymore. Since Interesting. You're that from battle arena already. Get your you giga- get mints, red candies, all that stuff from playing battle arena now. Get your Gigantamax Snorlax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe that's how. I don't know. So that, I mean, it's really interesting. I don't know. They, they, they're handling things really oddly here in the post game. Like this is probably the first like real post game episode we've done because mm-hmm. last week was like, yeah, we finished the game and it wasn't really much post game. And I, I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting now just being like, being like, yeah, there's some stuff to do. I, I mean, I think rating is really huge, which we're going to talk a lot more about later today. Without rating, I don't know that the game would be, have as much longevity. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps because one of resource management and and other other just it's a good way to spend time with your friends. Yeah, honestly, you're always being rewarded because you could always use more experience candies, more DRs. Exactly. So, like, I mean, I don't think there's ever a downside to doing them, especially especially what doing whatever. I think at least the resources themselves are very good. Um, and maybe not the Pokemon themselves, but like just playing in the raid is always good. Mm-hmm. And because there's going to be a point like right when you finish the decks. It's not going to be nearly as fun. You're not going to be like, oh, I do need that Trampa. Um, yeah. But you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I need this. So yeah, it's like, I, oh, I I wouldn't mind throwing a Pokeball at that. If it exactly. Ability. Exactly. So I, I, those are the things that I think are, it, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. I have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself, I mean, I've been doing that as well. I've been working on finishing the decks and working on it. I've gotten to the point in my game where I'm like based on like wild area weather catches <laughs> and and so the game's just like yeah you should finish the pokedex like the, the little uh dex nav things no longer like yeah you should catch this one it goes yeah no you should go finish that pokedex <laughs> wow <laughs> i think that's probably like the most demeaning thing it can say it's just like it's just <laughs> hey like, hey you're should- being lazy <laughs> hey you should probably just like i don't know evolve some stuff hey <laughs> hey go find that two percent mimic you today it's only today yeah there you go uh, I already did that, so we're good. Honestly, yeah. honestly, that's another thing I've been really happy with in Sword and Shield is just like how how much better the two percents feel. I have mm-hmm. to say because there's been a lot of ways where I've been playing the game, and I'll see and like like for both Ice Q and Mimikyu, I I did both of those yesterday, and they're both two percents in the in the grass. Neither of them felt that hard to find, mm-hmm. which was kind of nice. And I think that I I don't know if it's just because the pools of Pokemon are smaller. Um, I also noticed that if you run from like an exclamation point spot in the grass and that one keeps popping up, it's always the same Pokemon. I discovered that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I discovered that. uh, Or maybe. Okay. So somebody could be like that. You're wrong. Uh, But I don't know if it's a coincidence or not. But I had the same exclamation point in the grass when searching for Ice Q and I found a Vanellish in the exact same spot seven times in a row. So it could just be probability. (laughs) But I mean. The vanillish is probably super common on that route. Maybe. I mean, that could be what happened, but it didn't. I didn't get the ice cube until I I left that spot finally, and I went to a different exclamation point. Mm. So I I don't know. It was really nice though, because like it was. It didn't feel like it took that long, but it felt like a hunt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it, mm-hmm. 
it was better than sitting there trying to like one percent delmize in sun and moon god so it, it felt better than that and that was fishing too that was stupid yeah oh my gosh don't 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 tell me about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i i thought i thought it felt better i mean they did they did some good things in this game uh i think they did some good i i definitely think they did some some odd choices they made some very odd odd decisions in my opinion but we we can yeah. talk about those another day <laughs> lots of odd decisions but i will say they took creative liberties <laughs> but i i like that i like the i like the catching the catching feels so much better than it did in previous games for so many reasons one there's like the overworld like trade evolution pokemon that are around yeah i can great. catch i can catch like full three stage lines of things mm. which i couldn't do before i had to actually evolve things like seismitoad i couldn't just go catch a seismitoad it's like, oh, cool, a uh, Gardevoir. Oh, cool, a Gallade. Oh, yeah. nice. Weavile. Yeah. My goodness. I think so that's nice just so to, nice. Not to use the Razor Claw and evolving a Sneasel. Mm-hmm. I, I think these have all been, like, very positive changes, like, in, in that sense. Especially for quality of life just for a Pokemon game. I, I think they've just made a lot of lot of good changes in, in, like, the feel of completion. So, good on them. Good job, guys. That That's all we wanted. <laughs> that's all we wanted. So on that note, though, uh, we do have some news to talk about. Like, I was very surprised because we are recording early because of the holiday weekend upcoming. Um, this is always a show that's really odd because we do this every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are recording early and I'm like, oh, we're probably not going to have any news. But I was wrong. We got a surprise trailer and let's go talk about it in the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. First of all, there was a new trailer that revealed to us the final starter evolutions of in Pokemon Sword and Shield. I had not seen them before this moment. Yes, never. Uh, my favorite comment on like the Twitter post when I when I saw the trailer today was. Was I didn't think that they would reveal that uh, I didn't think when I said they would reveal the starters, the final starter evolutions, that it would be two weeks after the game came out. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite is apparently Joe Merrick was getting hate for announcing this trailer came out and showing the starter evolutions because they're spoilers. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I hate that. It's okay. We have official artwork of Blackie now. That we do. We do have uh, official. We we're finally like slowly getting the Sugimori art for all the things that we didn't get Sugimori yeah. art for. Uh, and the Sycamore art's actually pretty cool for the starters. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think it's actually Sycamore art anymore, but <laughs> it's done in his style. It's done in his style. We have official Pokemon art for them now. And uh, the other thing they announced in this trailer is Gigantamax Snorlax, which is also really cool. And so Gigantamax Snorlax is not currently available in Sword and Shield. Uh, the only way to get it now is that they're going to be running Gigantamax Snorlax raids in the wild area from December 4th until January 2020 through special Fifth. or they, did they give us yep. a January 5th? They clarified okay. it's till January 5th. Okay, yes. good. Um, and so we have a month of Gigantamax Snorlax that you can go and get him and he looks different. He gets a special move called G Replen- Max Replenish, which restores a used berry for both it and its partner. <laughs> Yay. So it's got recycle. So yeah. the good news is we don't have Custap Bear yet. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Could you imagine Double Edge or something coming off of this thing? 
as a priority move. Well, it wouldn't be double edge. It would be. Uh, it would be self destruct. It'd probably still be G Max replenish. <laughs> yeah, G Max yeah, replenish, but with like twenty more power. Yes, and priority. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's that's about it. So welcome to welcome to the game. <laughs> welcome to the game, guys. Uh, so yes, it is until January 5th, you can go get this special Snorlax and that's pretty much all the trailer revealed. And I'm pretty sure, uh, Sigma is mentioning this to me that they just revealed it because they had to reveal the new VMAX cards today worldwide, uh, for the Pokemon mm-hmm. TCG. And I'm going to let you guys, because you both have been playing the TCG far more than I have explain these VMAX cards or these V cards, which are poorly named in my opinion, because they do not have their pulse on modern society. No, they do not. I agree. So. I mean, it's, they basically replaced GX. We've pretty much got confirmation that's true now. Like, it's an alternate fancy art. They've got gigantic HP. You take two prizes when you knock them out. The only difference from a GX is that they don't have a GX attack, as we've kind of seen. Um, so that's just the V. Yeah, so all of our <laughs> GX-specific cards, unless there's an errata, will not be usable on these things. So all those Cherish Balls that were just printed in the most recent set oh, no. before, they're useless now. They're garbage, unless you're playing alongside GXs and V, so good luck finding any Pokemon you need at any point. But <laughs> V Max, so far we've seen two, is that right, Sigma? Uh, three. Three? Three. Meowth as well. Yeah. There's, there, there's, there's just a Gigantamax Meowth? Pokemon. There's a Meowth? Yeah. They're just Gigantamaxes, and it's got Snorlax, VMAX, which is just Gigantamax Snorlax. It does lots of damage for how many things you have on your bench, and big big Lapras that does more damage for each water energy attached to it, and they're evolutions. They count as evolutions okay. to the Pokemon before it. So they're essentially Megas. They're essentially Megas. Yeah, they function the same way as Megas did. Uh, they have a Gigantamax tag, so They're just better than Megas, be. though? They're better because they don't end your turn. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the real the real thing. Also, yeah. I like 340 HP. Like that's that's I think that's a very low number. They're very conservative there. Very conservative, but I mean they do give prizes. up three prizes. Yeah. Yes, I yes, that's true. Yeah. I, I feel like tag team mods were like lower than 340 HP. <laughs> they were. They were, but these don't do as much damage. They don't have nearly as much of a high cap on them. The the G Max Fall of Snorlax can do three hundred and sixty, but that's only if you've got a full bench and okay. if you power it up. But you can do that through triple acceleration because it's an ex- it's a evolution. Mm-hmm. Meowth can do two hundred damage and draw three cards. Whoop de diddly. Lapras does ninety plus thirty for each water energy, so the attack cost itself just does one eighty. So it's not that impressive. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I thought tag team. I was really excited. So I I played TCG. Up until about Ultra Prism, mm-hmm. when that set dropped, because I think the last big deck I made was I, I made a fun metal deck when metal got real good for like half a month. And <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember that was that was when I dropped out. So that was, I guess, about two years ago, 2017. And so I, I remember being very excited, though, because I played at the end of X and Y and the beginning of Sun and Moon. I remember at the beginning of Sun and Moon being very excited because I the game was slowing down because we went from EXs to GXs. Which mm-hmm. which were more traditional EXs from back in the day, yep. yeah, because they required evolution and exactly. And I, I thought that was very good, and I thought that was very well done. And then I got really disappointed when tag teams came out because I was like, maybe I want to play the game again after like being out for a year. And then tag teams came out, and I'm like, oh, so it's just EXs again. 
Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I, I'm kind of done. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I blame tag teams for that or Wilder for that. Uh, Wilder, probably Wilder a little bit of both. Egregious. Probably a little Wilder's bit of both. pretty egregious. Yeah, probably a little bit yeah. of both. Uh, and I also don't know. I feel like I feel like dirty playing the TCG now, knowing that there's a Tafu Coco V Max V card, and and Meh. and he's not in the game. Yeah, and it makes me sad. It makes me sad. I think everybody else in this list is on the game, but I'm pretty sure that's because we only have like half the half the number of cards. Uh, Reggie, we only have half. Oh, Reggie Rock, Reggie Rock as well. Yeah, yeah. And those are part of like a deck box series in Japan. A starter deck so. thing. Yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah, they had five types, and they needed a fighting Pokemon and a an electric Pokemon, and they chose Tapu Koko and Regirock for some interesting reason. choices. It's it's a gateway drug. You're already really familiar with Tapu Koko already because he's really good right now. So you're familiar with him now. So you'll keep going <laughs> into Sword and Shield. Regirock <laughs> is just kind of a Pokemon that exists that they chose. It's to put there. it's for the classic players. Yeah, Regirock's always been like a kind of like a stapleish kind of Pokemon. Like never yeah. like super top tier, but it's been there. You'll think to yourself, oh, yeah, Omega Barrier's cool. Yeah, that's kind of what I think about. <laughs> and so <laughs> There's that, also Metal Patch now, Thatch, so you might be able oh, to make that Metal Deck work again. Probably won't, because I probably won't play the game. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> it's it's a dark place to play that TCG. I applaud you guys for doing it. But Maybe, man... I play Dark Box, so it's appropriate. But man, my wallet cannot take that hit again. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I cannot take that hit, so I, I'm down to the TCG. I'm tapping out. Yep. Maybe one day, if like I have a child and my child wants to play the TCG, like mm-hmm. that's when I'll get back in and I'll be like, "Let's go, I'm in." Mm-hmm. But I, it's that's still like eight years away, probably, for my child to be able to comprehend Pokemon cards. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're good. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, yeah, that, that's, the, I think those are the biggest news stories. There's a couple of different things to talk about as well. Um, I, th- I think the biggest one <laughs> that we need to talk about very, very, uh, briefly is, uh, Pokemon Masters has an update where they're bringing in new, uh, new trainers, but for the holiday season because we brought in outfits. Uh, Rosa is getting a, getting an out, new outfit. Uh, and also everybody's favorite water trainer, Seabolt. <laughs> Uh, yes. With Octillery, the Christmas Pokemon. <laughs> it's as Christmas as Christmas comes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. I can't, I don't understand. I don't understand at all. Seabold is the perfect picture of popular Pokemon trainers. <laughs> <laughs> if in- you have a picture of a trainer in your head who you think is Seabold, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I mean, knows Seabold. a better Seabold. choice than Wickstrom, right? That's I feel- true. That Wickstrom and Seabold are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Just older. They're literally the, they're from the same thing and that nobody realizes because X and Y was really bad at fleshing out any of its character stories. Like yeah. any of them. Like who's Ramos, guys? Who's Ramos? Right. Oh well. Uh but that that is going on. Um also a couple other fun events. One, if you want to collect a Muna that is owned by uh Fennel as the original trainer, because Global Link has lasted uh nine years at this point. This is the ninth anniversary. Fennel's Muna from Pokemon uh Black and White can be downloaded on Pokemon Sun, Moon, and Ultra Sun and Moon as an event in a Dream Ball. Which is uh, really cool. I would be so they brought Dream Ball back in Sword and Shield for those of you who don't know, and mm-hmm. I'm very upset that like this is a co- this is a cool Ultra Sun Ultra Moon event, which is really fun that they're kind of supporting the game a little bit still. And 
because Global Link uh, goes down later. We can talk about that in a minute. Uh, but they gave it in a Dream Vault, which is something that you can use in Sun or in Sword and Shield. And Mud is one of the Pokemon in Sword and Shield, so it doesn't feel as special. <laughs> if they would, if honestly they would have distributed like a Pokemon that's not in Sword and Shield in the in the Dream Vault, I think I'd be more like, oh, I gotta boot up my 3ds. Let's go. This is just a farewell kiss to Global Link because you it required really that to get to it anyway. Yeah, Global Link is going to be out of commission for those of you who are unaware starting February 24th, uh, 2020. So uh, goodbye, Global Link. We'll miss you. I don't know if we will miss you, actually. We won't, though. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of convenient signing up for tournaments on the Switch now. It's much better than... I don't understand why I had to be on the Global Link to begin with. The lack of leaderboards kind of stinks, but whatever. Yeah. We'll we'll get that eventually, whenever Home comes to us. Home's supposed to have that. Mm Mm-hmm. Home, the most ambiguous title we've ever been told about. I, I That's not true. We know less about Pokemon Sleep than we do. <laughs> that is true. I think I, I think we know proportionally less about Pokemon Home than we know about the content of Pokemon Sleep. I forgot about <laughs> Pokemon Sleep, and now I'm excited again. You gave me something to be hyped for again, Sigma. Thank you. Why are you hyped for that? Because I like sleeping. You're going to have to buy your Pokemon Plus Plus, which is not a joke. I will, uh, though. <laughs> and and you're going to have to use that, just like put it by your bed and it just senses how well you sleep. And then yep. maybe your Pikachu levels up. Yep. Maybe I can hook it up to my smart lights and have it turn the lights on for me playing Pikachu's Cry. I don't know if it'll hook up to your Alexa, unfortunately. I'll hope it'll hook up to my phone. Uh, <laughs> it'll hook up to your phone. Uh, I don't know if it'll hook up to your Alexa, though. That's fine. I will, I'll make it do that. I have ways. I don't think it's a smart speaker. I think it's literally just like a gyro sensor. Yeah, with probably, a button. But gyro regardless, sensor with a button. I'm excited. I guess you can be sure. Um, if you're in, if for the obligatory Pokemon Go part of the segment, it's a way for me to play Pokemon Go without having to interact with people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's Pokemon Go or a separate entity. I don't know. You'd think it's the same thing because Go Plus Plus has the same name as the Go Plus, but... Oh my gosh, stop using the words. <laughs> Go Plus Plus Ultra New. Oh my gosh. Uh, for Pokemon Go players, if you were if you were rating Cobalion, well, it's going to be gone. Starting uh, starting now until December 17th, you can grab Terrakian as your level 5 raid boss. It, it's going to you know, be there. It's going to be cool. The good one that isn't Keldeo. The one isn't yeah. that isn't Keldeo, and I heard people were just like Cobalion wasn't that good, but I need we need Co- we need Terrakian because he's going to be like Tyranitar. Uh, that's what my Pokemon Go friends were saying, uh, both to Hi Brian and Hi to Mark, and he did it. Uh, yeah, I did do it. <laughs> so they were talking about it, and first of all, I do not understand the competitive Pokemon Go culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I will I will just flat out say that, like, because I play Pokemon Go as like. Uh, like I'm in between competitive and casual, I guess that if that makes sense, because like I'll go play the game, but I'm not gonna be like, oh man, I need this mon with this move set. But that, that's just me. I'm I'm a weird person. Also in Pokemon Go, there's a new event that's happening. It's called Friend Fest, and it runs until December second, which is the day after the show comes out. So you have a day. <laughs> it's actually the day the show comes out. Is oh my Catch gosh, it is. Literan. Uh, so Pokemon go do it now. Uh, here, Pokemon Go, Pokemon like Nidoran will increase in spawns. It has a 50% uh, of a trade cost and two special trades per day instead of one. And an attack boost when raiding with a friend. Go do it. Play your Pokemon Goes. Why is that happening over Thanksgiving? Because you're going to be with your family and you want to run away. 
you're going to make friends during your waits in the Black Friday lines and trade that. There you go. Oh. There it is. I, I don't think there's anything I want for Black Friday this this year. Best Buy has the Pokemon Go Pokeball Plus for like 20 bucks. I have comments, but I won't say them here. I think you posted that, Sigma. I <laughs> kind of want a second one. Uh, for those of you who need one or want a $20 Mew, there you go. Or just want a way to walk your Grimmsnarl to work and back. I was going like to say, I, I do. Uh, so unfortunately for that, this is a complete side note from the new segment, but I what I tried like walking Pokemon in the Pokeball, and it is depressingly like low rewards. Yeah, for that, like depressingly low rewards. Like the the re, the return on walking your Pokemon is not great. No, 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 no. You got to leave your Mew in the ball for eight months. What? I just took mine out from the ball when I put it in there at, while I was playing Let's Go, and I haven't touched Let's Go in about that long. <laughs> so it leveled up to level 47, because that's the maximum that's experience it? you could give me. It caps out at 99,999. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That's in Let's Go. Let's Go gives you better- I got better- like 200 Mew candy. Yeah, but you don't get that stuff in. So Let's go, Let's go gives you better rewards than Sword and Shield does. But that's eight months of dedication. <laughs> Maybe Sword and Shield is that same level. It is not. (laughs) (laughs) But on that note, we are going to go ahead and uh, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. They don't get to use the internet. They just get to be schooled by our patrons, or not our patrons, but our our Discord members. So go to the Discord and leave questions if you want to do it. Uh, They're going to be asked five Pokemon-themed trivia questions today for a possible total of seven points. The way they get two extra points is one of the questions is going to be worth two points because it's going to have multiple answers. And then there's also going to be another point that they can get if they don't use their lifeline which is a hint they can cash it in for an extra point if they get all of their questions correct without it so this segment is always is brought to you by animegravy.com your one-stop shop for all of your anime needs or anime or just just nerd stuff i guess they've like expanded into nerd stuff and it's really cool so go check those guys out animegravy.com i really love those guys so if you guys are ready, we will go ahead and just start asking you some questions. You guys are playing for $20 of T public credit and you're working together as a team to answer these questions to beat your fellow co-host in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets that $20 of T public credit to buy a phone case for their iPhone 5. And nothing else. I don't I think they have I think they have iPhone 6 stuff now. <laughs> I doubt any of us have an iPhone 11 anyway. Uh, <laughs> nope so if we're ready let's let's go on our first question is going to be from the score uh, on discord and he wants to know in either kilograms or pounds what is the weight of the heaviest pokemon and i will tell you that the heaviest pokemon are, are tied between cosmoem and celesteela there's a tie between those two i thought they maxed out the weight scale with that one with like nine 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 thousand nine hundred ninety nine but I don't know if that's kilograms, 0.99. Yeah. I don't remember if it's kilograms or pounds. It's probably pounds, but... It's it's kilograms for that. Okay. 
I think. Wait, no. Yeah, because I knew it was Celestila. Yeah, and it's Celestila Cosmoan because Black Hole, and it they just max it out. It's all it's all nines. All three or four digits, I think it's four, are nine. And that's pounds, I guess. So, yeah. I don't know what it is in kilograms. So what's your final answer? Nine, 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 nine pounds. Good, Sigma? Yeah. Did you say 9,999 pounds? Yes. There might be a point nine nine. I don't So you're close, kind of. So you're incorrect. I'm going to say that much. Okay. So the answer is 999.9 kilograms or 2,204 pounds. I guess we were thinking kilograms, not pounds. Look at us. We're silly. Kilograms because that's the native weight in Japan. Right. We're them silly Americans. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That are using them pounds. And fun fact, a kilogram is 2.2 pounds. A little little bit more, but not much. Well, dang it. Oh, well. But good try. You guys had the right train of thought, so I do congratulate you for that. Okay. Our next one is going to be from Merlander. What is the only type to have no Pokemon with a gender difference in their design? Hmm. Okay. Not normal. Not psychic. Not poison. Not electric. Not ground. Not grass it's not ice not dark not water because gyarados not ice not dark steel what are gendered steel types i think dragon has a difference somewhere garchomp yeah do 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 it might be steel that's seeming like the best option at the moment or ghost no jellicent okay uh yeah bugs has scissor steel has scissor oh, okay so it's not steel yeah it's it's abdomen or thorax is bigger Fairy. Um, fairy. Let's come back to it. The ones I've got left are fire, flying, rock, fighting, and fairy. I feel like there's one for fire. Fa- it chick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Chikorita. Or no, not chi- Torchic. 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 Yeah. Flying has unpheasant. Very different. <laughs> uh, so we've got rock, fighting, and fairy. Does Metacham have a difference between the two? I don't believe it does. Not that one, anyway. <laughs> Does hit much? No. Um, there are a lot of male-only fighting types, too. There are a lot of them. Uh, and I feel like it... Does Machamp have, like, a higher head crest or something? I, I think female Machamp might have a difference. Okay. Let's, let's look at Fairy again, thinking of that, because there aren't many of them, really. Nothing in Clefairy, nothing in Clefable, nothing in the Jigglies. Nothing in the Gardevoirs. Wait, actually, does Routes have a different... No, I don't think it does. No, they don't have gendered forms other than the final stage. Mr. Mime? Do Mr. Mimes have gender differences? <laughs> One's a miss. <laughs> I'm gonna need the answer. In Sword and Shield, Mr. Mime has two genders. It's not male only. I believe that. But I'm gonna need the answer. What do you think? Between rock fighting and fairy, I feel like we're missing something in fairy, so I don't think I it's that. Like we are too. So between fighting and rock, it would kind of make sense if rock didn't have a difference. Yeah, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I feel like that's probably safer, so... I think so. We'll go with rock. Rock is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is fairy. Right, okay. Yep. Dang it. Yep. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's okay. At least we narrowed it down. Like you did pretty well. You did. You got down to three. Yeah. What are the rock and fighting ones? Uh, so I'm looking these up for you. I'm looking them up for you. 
because there has to be a, a gender Does difference. Does still have a gender differences page? Uh, there is a genders differences page. Uh, pseudo Wudo for Rock. What? Um, okay. its head branch is different size. Sure. Okay. I don't feel bad for not noting that. <laughs> no, I don't either. Uh, and then what's the other one? Fighting. Fighting. Yeah. Medicham and Meditite. Really? Mm-hmm. Aw, oh, dang it. Yep. That's right, okay. We didn't pick that one. Oh, well. Those are the two. Uh, also, Toxicroak. Toxicroak is well for fighting. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, uh, I guess longer spike or something. Toxicroak. And what was the other one we're looking at? We're looking at... Uh, rock. Rock and fighting and fairy. Uh, just making sure there's no other ones that I can give you a good example. I think it's just the only rock is Pseudo-Budo. <laughs> I don't feel bad. So there you go. That is that is where you're at right now, guys. So uh, you guys are 0 for 2 right now. So let's see if we can make it up. Question number three, as always, is the Pokedex entry. So this one is from Prime Rib. It's Pokemon Sword entry reads, Its hairs work like muscle fibers. When its hairs unfurl, they latch onto po- opponents, ensnaring them as tentacles would. Who's that Pokemon? And I'm sure Seth knows. Seth, you want to just say it? Grimmsnarl. Grimmsnarl is correct. So you guys are one for three. Didn't know I was going to be on the show this week, did you? <laughs> uh, this next one is from P. McGee. Uh, this is your bonus point question. So I will ask this one. This one will give you a redemption point. There are eight answers. Uh, you will get a point for every two of them you list. Uh, if you get all eight, you get bragging rights. Um, but you can get a possible three three points here then. Okay. What are the eight language options available in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield? They're back down to eight. Uh, anyways, there's German, Italian, English, Japanese. That's two points. Spanish, French. That's three points. Yay. Uh, and then I don't know if they still have Chinese split as traditional and... I believe so. I believe they have Mandarin and Cantonese. Because I know they made a big deal about that presentation. Yeah, that was what immediately jumped. And then the, the other one you were missing is Korean. Oh, yeah. But you guys are four for four again. Yay. Thank you, Sigma. <laughs> I was writing and you were saying. So uh, P. McGee has been preparing a lot of these uh, trivia questions for me to sort them out. And he was going to give me a question here for base stat. However, I wanted to give my own that I know the answer to because I felt it was very relevant to a lot of jokes that we've been having in Puckle lately. Oh, no. And so I wanted to know what bug type Pokemon has the lowest base speed of all bug type Pokemon. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Uh, Why didn't we have Shamu on the show? (laughs) So our new friend Snom has a base of 20. As he escapes from prison. As he escapes from prison. Why is he escaping from prison? From commit for committing arson. Haven't you read his Twitter account? No. Go look it up. Anyway, the answer's Shuckle, right? Yeah, it should be. I hope. Should be. At five. Not Snom, the arsonist. Shuckle is correct. The next fastest bug type Pokemon after Shuckle is Silicoon and Cascoon and Pineco all tied with a base 15. Ooh, those things are getting places. Yeah. They're right there with Pinkerton. They're right there with our new electric terrain setter. Yep. So there we go. We did something amazing there, guys. We found some new Pokemon, friends. <laughs> uh, so that gives you guys five points, and that does change up the leaderboard. So let me go ahead and change up that leaderboard for us. Uh, While I'm typing this in, you guys can check out more Puckle next week for more of this. So everybody's still like stupid close. And that amazes me more than anything. 
Uh, so in first place with 28 points, we have Sublime. In second place with 24 points, we have R Sigma. In third place with 20 points, we have Seth Vilo. In fourth place with 17, we have Basket. In fifth place with 13, we have Linian and Whimsicott tied. In seventh place, we have Scrawn with nine. In eighth place, we have Shamu with eight. And bringing up the rear, we have Jushiro with five. And that's it for Puckle's Poke Quiz. And we're going to take a short break and jump right back at you with the topic. And we would like to thank our listeners for reviewing us on whatever platform they listen to us on. I especially love CastBox because I did not realize that you could reply to reviews. And so today we have a combo review from 86 Mangoes and Esther Lopez. 86 Mangoes starts by going, Puckle is one of the best things that keeps me from dying of boredom on the bus. I love the layout of each episode and the idea of Poke Quiz. Thanks, y'all. Sorry, I'm Texan. So much for making my bus rides great and for forming such a great community of people around you. Well, thanks for that. And then on top of that, Esther Lopez comments, when I'm on the Metro, I also listen to it. So thank you to you as well. I'm glad you guys enjoy the show. And if you want your review list uh, talked about on the podcast, just go ahead. Review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. I guarantee you we're watching and listening. So I will kick you guys on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Pokemon Sword and Shield Max Raid Battles. Uh, which kind of reminds me of Max, M- Mad Max a little bit. But <laughs> uh, Max Raid Battles, because we Dynamax and Gigantamax. Ah, too new. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how Pokemon, I think, wants me to feel about these games. Let's go. Ah! Adrenaline pump. Uh, adrenaline. So these are probably hands down my favorite part of this game for several reasons. And we talked a lot about this pre-show. So just like general good, happy things about raids. One, I think they are really fun to play with your friends. I think it's a really good time to spend with your friends just running around each of your respective wild areas. And finding a different raid and being like, hey, I found this. And like your friends jump in, you play, you have a good time. Hey, golden five-star octillery. And yeah. Just, even though it's an octillery, people still want in because it's a five-star golden one. And that gives you some nice prizes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so like you get really cool TRs, which I think are handled very well, by the way. Yeah. I, re- I really like those versus TMs. I, I do think that TMs, to an extent, I, I think they made them poopy, <laughs> which really is really upsetting because like... They they still have the 100 TMs, but they're just like, we want to take all the good moves that were TMs and turn them into TRs. Except for like Vault Switch, U-Turn, and Rock Slide. Yes, that's the answer. And I guess Mystical Fire, too. Mystical yes, Fire Mystical Fire, yes. But I mean, it was really cool because they did essentially turn 200 moves into like TRs and TMs. <laughs> and that that in itself is awesome. Yeah. Which which is really cool. And I, I really like that they're not reusable in the way that because like Earthquake, sure, when you get that, you can just like wipe the game. And I think it made it really good to make it semi difficult to obtain something like Earthquake again, because I I think that was one of my major complaints. Like, I feel like where you find Earthquake gauges the difficulty of a Pokemon game to an extent. Yeah, I would agree with that in the post game, I believe. Yeah. Well, so in Sun and Moon, it wasn't until the post game. In X and Y, it was after the 8th badge, but before the Elite Four. Mm. I think in Red and Blue, it was like after the 5th badge. <laughs> I, I do remember it being early. It was Jim very Martin early. gave you Fissure. Mm-hmm. He might have given you Earthquake in later games. Like he, I think he might have in Leaf Green and Fire Red. 
Leaf Green and Fire Red, I think, are also probably the superior versions of Red and Blue. We've had like five remakes at this point, but <laughs> I, I honestly think Leaf Green and Fire Red are probably the superior versions. They are good versions. It's sad that they're trapped like on the Game Boy Advance. I, I'm sad a lot of things are trapped on the Game Boy Advance. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> I'd love to see those get ported to the Switch, but that that's another topic. Uh, yes. <laughs> I really think Game Boy Advance has a lot of killer games. Sonic Battle. Uh, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. But it, it's, uh, I mean, I really like the way they're handling raids, though. I, I think they're really fun. They're the, my favorite part. And I just want to go over some like cool do's and don'ts, cool tips and tricks and mm-hmm. things to do while playing. Uh, I don't want to talk about things that people may have heard of, like red beam, uh, red beam problems, because that'll probably be patched out at some point. I assume it's going to be patched out and that'll kill the longevity here. I also think to an extent it ruins the fun of just like going out and being with your friends and raiding. Yeah, but there's a. There's a different fun that that brings. I I do agree with that. I think I think the farming fun is a completely different fun. Mm-hmm. I I just and like because I I completely understand, especially from like I I mod consoles for fun, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so like I completely understand like pushing hardware to its limits and pushing software to its limits to find the loopholes. Like I completely understand that, but I do think that there's a difference. Be I I don't know it. I I don't want to sit there for hours just grinding. <laughs> And, I mean, yeah. perhaps it would have helped if the game didn't save at the rate that you had the tech speed on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe that would have solved some problems, but yes, whatever. they, uh, they did a thing. <laughs> so it does, it does fix a lot of stuff though. Uh, but I do want to talk about like general, general strategy, general, uh, etiquette. Etiquette might be the mm-hmm. word. <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> I mean, there is an etiquette to be had with raid battles. I, I don't think this has been a particular problem, but like there, there's some small etiquette you should, you should do. And I think I think it's a lot of fun to jump in to places like the Puckle Discord where you can just jump into raids and stuff like that, whether it be in general raids or like go grab a raiding party and jump in like one of the more private rooms uh, mm-hmm. where it's just you and a few people running around finding stuff. Um, we also do have just the text channel, which is also a great resource for that if you don't have friends um, online or in real life to play with. I have both, which has actually been a pleasant experience because it is a different dynamic for with both groups. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably because my real life friends are more more casual casually oriented than you guys are mm-hmm. and so i mean it i i don't want to say it but it's only because like I, i'm very early in the game i think i have more fun with the casual friends but that's just my personal way of enjoying the game mm-hmm. and unlike tpci i i'm all about player choice and uh choosing choosing how to play the game yeah, yeah. one day one day we'll talk about this <laughs> oh my uh but I really had a lot of fun doing that because like uh, the first time I did like a real raid night was with my real life friends. Like I jumped in the Puckle Discord. We all jumped into a private a private group like that. And we were having a really good time just running around and catching whatever Pokemon we could find. I do remember being a little bit I was farther ahead in the game than they were because I had to get to a certain spot. So Sigma and I could do our review episode. Uh, <laughs> so like I was definitely farther ahead than my friends were. Uh, I also had the game earlier than them because I got the Japanese version. So I was like, I was like a day and a half ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was just running around having a good time. So like I was running around, I'd be like, Hey guys, I've got this four star Drampa. And they'd be like, what? I, uh, Ryan was there and he didn't even know what a Drampa was uh, because he didn't play sun and moon. And so to be fair, you probably missed it. If you did, play even if you played sun and moon, you probably didn't know what it was. <laughs> it was a version exclusive, like on the last route of the game. And it was a rare encounter. You weren't finding it. Like, <laughs> let's be honest so i mean we did it he like people were just like super excited to play and catch it and stuff like that 
I remember that being a real big deal. And I mean, I really enjoyed that. And it's to the point where like where we try to get together and raid now, like we're trying to get, we're trying to like make it a regular thing. Mm. So that that's always the best uh, when you can have fun like that. And I mean, even even like, for example, my wife, um, she she like you guys know that my wife hasn't been like around in Puckle very often, mm-hmm. but she's like super excited. She's like asking me to like come downstairs, to, like get on discord so she could be with you guys and play. <laughs> 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 no, like no joke. Like that's what's happening. So I think I think it's a good thing for Pokemon overall because I've said it before and I'll say it a million times over like rating and cooperative Pokemon is something that it's been missing and I hope that Pokemon takes this one thing that it did right and keep doing it mm-hmm. because this is like this is a big win in my book like this is something that I'm willing to give up something like Dexnav or something for mm-hmm. like you killed Dexnav but you gave me this and I'm okay with that I call this equivalent exchange uh well actually more than i want more than equivalent exchange let's be honest this is this is like slightly better exchange Uh, and i still got baby dexnav anyway (laughs) baby dexnav so i thought it was handled well but i I guess i'll let you guys talk a little bit more Mm -hmm. and and about your raiding experiences and things that you because you guys have done way more raids than i have i know the two of you have Mm -hmm. and and I, i want your like experiences and what you've done and what things you've noticed that people do and things that you think shouldn't be done when raiding because i know sigma's got all as always like way more specifics than i do yeah, yeah we, we've been raiding since before i got like a badge yes <laughs> <laughs> so lots yeah. of raiding before i got a badge i don't think yeah. i got a badge until like 11 hours in yes <laughs> wow yeah wow i wasn't quite that much but i've been i've been loving it i'm kind of like you where i really i was worried about the whole tr thing and oh like oh gosh i'm gonna have to do a hundred raids in order to get the trs which, yes, is true, but they made raiding enough of a, a thing by itself that I don't mind doing the raids to get those TRs that they're giving out that way. It's 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 a rare thing called an enjoyable grind. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's an enjoyable grind. And I get a little bit of everything that I need. I get experience candy. I get berries, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you start zeroing out all of your Pokemon's EVs in order to actually properly train mm-hmm. them post-game... Then you need a lot of those berries sometimes, and now that they've made it so you can have good competitive Pokemon from anywhere, you need the berries more. Instead of just breeding a whole new one, you can take one that you catch, or even, like I said, played through. I've got my Dragapult that I played the game through with, up once Sigma granted me the opportunity to join it on a raid, of course. <laughs> um, I've I've got that now fully EV trained, and it's the one that I did the game with. Mm-hmm. I've got a Corsola done. I'm working on Grimmsnarl. Like, I I needed to zero out those EVs, and I just happened from all the raids that I've been doing with all these guys and everybody in the Puckle Discord stuff. I've got all the berries already, and I've got all the TRs that I need already. It's I love it, and the experience candy too to get you up to a hundred to let you bottle cap things. Ugh. And it now I'm starting to figure out kind of the mechanics a little bit more and the meta, if you will of rating like don't bring things that are seth type things that stall. yeah don't bring seth don't bring me because it, it's not gonna work <laughs> don't don't has don't status the dynamax thing because it doesn't it doesn't work you're flipping coin on if shields will be up at that time and if they are you just wasted a turn congratulations everyone hates you it's great i will say shields are the worst mm-hmm. i i wish shields were like slightly different because I, I think they're just a little, little meh. I'm okay with it. 
I'm okay with them because they they make it slightly less all on one person. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going in with your friends to do something and you're miles ahead of them, it still kind of puts you on a level-ish playing field. Yeah, it so stops that, you from one-shotting. It yeah. makes other people important, unlike Soul Rock. Yeah, go oh, oh the soul NPC rock. Soul oh, rock. Oh, the, the NPCs are not great. You should go find four, three friends. Some of the NPCs yeah. are fine. Not that soul rock. I don't like that it's random. It makes me really sad. Soul it's rock. That soul rock carp. isn't great. Lava Fett's not too great. Yeah, the magic carp is one of the better friends. Which is bad. That's bad. Cosmic but- power, rock polish. What a. Uh... Eevee's okay, but sometimes it just decides it wants to helping hand the entire time. And yes, nothing else. Hey, sometimes that's awkward. cool. If you pull off the through shield knockout, oh, that you, feels good. You've got some great energy. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we could start where raids start. Where when you first get to the wild area, you're only finding level one raids, and you're probably only seeing them in your YCOM unless you have friends online doing higher raids, mm-hmm. which you can join in. By the way, yeah, you can join uh, in five star even if you don't a- have access to them. Yeah, they'll just lower the Pokemon down to your level Mm -hmm. ceiling so if you do a five star raid you'll get a level 20 of whatever pokemon that is instead Mm -hmm. of whatever level it's supposed to be yeah for example and that doesn't ruin it for everybody else either so for example when like back to that drampa raid that i did with uh ryan and my wife and uh and a few other friends the big thing that we noticed was they all caught it at like level 20 or level 25 and i Mm -hmm. caught it at like level 45 sounds about right so so it sounds like it's about a three star or four star raid it was a four star it was a four okay yeah, because they couldn't handle badges. a five. They couldn't handle yeah. a five. Yeah, I couldn't carry them that well. Every two gym badges you collect, you unlock a sec another star. Mm-hmm. And once you unlock four star battles, then you lose one star battles because there can only be three tiers of battles in the field at once or being summoned at once. That's so, confusing. A little bit, <laughs> but like what? Once you get all eight badges, you're only finding three star, four star, or five star raids. You're never finding one or two star again. Yes. That that's the best way of saying it. And also, once you clear all of the raids that are on the map for you, they respawn with one purple yep. beam in each one. One purple beam? Yeah. Okay, so purple beams, by the way, for those of you who are uninitiated, are the good ones? Kind yeah. of. Kind yeah. of. Explain the kind of, because you have better details than I have. Yeah. You can check it out on Serebi, but each little node on the map that's a den contains two different den points to it. Yes. One common pool and one rare pool. And the rare pool is where you find your Gigamax or your Gigantamaxes that aren't from events. So not your Corviknights or Butterfreeze or whatnot, but the real Gigantamaxes in the game. Mm-hmm. But those are super low encounters unless they're like Kingler or Beetle or I think Butterfree as well. Mm-hmm. But beside the point. But yeah, those are where you find more rare Pokemon and you only get one per spawning. Unless you throw wishing stones into dens, which can force spawns. Okay. And each den also has like a preferred type to it with a couple exceptions. But so if you put a wishing or if you find a Bisharp in a den, it's probably either a steel den or a dark den. And the TRs you get from it usually reflect what type of den it is as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The one on the island in the middle of the lake, for instance, is full of dragons. So. Mm -hmm. You get your Applins there, you mm-hmm. get your Komoos there, your Hydreigons probably are there, Dreepies, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. lots of dragons there. Axews. It's only Axews' eye. Only Axews. <laughs> Axew, <laughs> on Axews' eye. 
come here. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. I I like I appreciate the way that the raids are done. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, we were trying to figure out because like Ditto Den, there is one den that can spawn Ditto, and it's only a rare spawn. Oh, in the rare pool. So that that's how that works. If you Oof. find it on the map and are lucky enough to get into those Ditto raids, though people are forcing it with the glitch going on right now. Yeah. So. Well, the glitch, I'm hoping the glitch gets patched just to, <laughs> yeah. j- honestly, just for peace of mind. <laughs> yeah, I assume it's going to get patched. It's the big issue is like one of the first videos that came out explaining it told people yeah. that they had to be online to do it. So people kept joining into raids and they would be canceled. Oh, no. It's <laughs> just when you could also do the glitch offline and not ruin people's lives. Yeah. Playtime like that. So that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So sad. But yeah, it's always fun to go look at your rare your rare beam the rare beam also always gives like better candy as well that's true yeah like that's you're true. always getting maxed out candy i honestly just like the resources the resources are so mm-hmm. much fun yeah oh my gosh like i don't even care i don't honestly know if i'm ever gonna need this many resources but i like having them <laughs> oh, <laughs> you see i I'm think out that, of candy and then i level up a couple pokemon and then i'm back down to like that's true your candy and it's like oh no i need to go raid again yeah yeah it's a good time though. Like I really like it. And I mean, like I said, it's just really fun being able to like sit in a group of friends and be like, Hey, I got this one. And then you go and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy that. For level five raids, I guess the, a good idea is to keep your level probably around 60 or so. Yeah. Like 50 is probably okay. 60, you're probably good. And sometimes 70 is nice to be at, but yeah. I mean, above that, you kind of just start crushing things, I think. You kind of just take advantage of them at that point. Like, I think I think raids are fun, but I definitely think the challenge portion of it could use just like a little bit of work. I, I feel like we could have six star raids. I think that's something they could have considered. Tier six? Like just level 100. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the enemy's level 100. They're a lot scarier. I, I would have been okay with just like a better AI. Mm. Yeah. Like just a better AI that goes, I know which mons are the scariest for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I know how to take them out. And then that happens. And then you're forced mm-hmm. to bring things like a light screen user or mm-hmm. a reflect user, something like that. I, I want, I wish we had encounters where we were forced to plan our raid groups out better. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing, but like that, like that's the, that's the only issue I think I have with any of this. There are a few of those out there. There like, are a uh, couple. Ob- Obstagoon is a big one we came out up, up mm-hmm. on like in the first weekend where it would obstruct and it starts with a shield bar. Mm hmm. So Linian tried uh, to solo it and got one shield bar off of it and then nothing oh. because it obstructed every turn. Oh, I, I mean, I, get, I was facing, I was trying to solo a Galvantula today, uh, five-star Galvantula, and it was pretty rough because it, like all of its moves were spread moves. Yeah, that's the worst. And that oh, was God. that was probably the worst thing I've dealt with. I mean, I lost to it pretty bad. That's mm-hmm. usually the thing that stops you from soloing a raid is that there's... Spread damage that just mm-hmm. destroys your partner team. That was the worst, I think, because I, we were just getting, like, wrecked. Yeah. Like, Pokemon Sword has it rough right now because both Dreadnought and Sandaconda are the event Oof. Race, and they both have spread damage, like Earthquake and Rock Slide. Oof. And it gets really rough to solo those. Whenever you have a five-star, it's like, okay, I've got a five-star of this I have to take down. You have to go find friends. Raids. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. Like, to, that's when you log on the Puckle Discord and you see Thatch, Sigma, and Seth sitting there in the chat, and you go, "Help us, boys!" <laughs> yeah, Dreadnought is one of those ones that usually requires three, just because of how nasty it is with rock slides mm-hmm. and flinching other people. 
and maybe it has swift swim so it's faster than you because mm-hmm. it chooses to well actually it can't make it rain so that that's a benefit but that's the only benefit <laughs> it can be found in dens where it's raining in nature and it's like oh no oh no yeah. swift swim this oh is, no yeah that's that's rough corvanite and santa scorch aren't nearly as bad no they're not butterfree's rough too because it has sleep powder the only thing is for gigantamax the catch rates are like stupid low mm-hmm. which i find really upsetting I feel they're a little better on uh, the event rates compared to... The event rates are definitely better. If you find them in the wild, your chances of catching them are super Mm -hmm. duper low, unless you're the one hosting it. Mm -hmm. If you're the one hosting like a standard raid that's not event, the catch rate seems to be 100%, which is super nice. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I'm I'm into it. That's a very good thing. There are also some Pokemon you can completely choose. Like we found a five-star toxicity raid. Mm Mm-hmm. And it crushed us the first time. We went back in with like all Runarigas's and it had it only had normal and electric moves, so it couldn't touch us. <laughs> that was great. That is great. Oh. I saw a video on YouTube today of a Shedinja raid. Yay. I, I've heard about that. It starts with seven shields. What? It's a Shedinja. That's so many shields. But damage goes through shields slightly, and it still has one hit point. Oh no, so it's the easiest raid ever. It's the easiest raid ever. One attack knocks it out instantly. Yeah, I want to say that one's a rare encounter on a rare beam. So it's Ooh, fun. You have to you have to be super lucky to find that. But you see it and you see the seven or eight shields pop up and you're like, oh gosh, no, this is going to take forever. Oh. oh god. Yeah, I guess we could talk about the legendaries in terms of raiding as well. Yeah. Uh, Zacian, Zamazenta, and Eternus are all like built for it. They are. They're super great for raids that aren't ground type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these are all true. <laughs> yeah. They'll usually bust through the uh, shield beam relatively well with their high damage because mm-hmm. they all have stab moves that do double damage to Dynamax Pokemon. So they're essentially working with a 300 power move. Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, but the drawback is they can't Dynamax. And when it comes to five-star raids, breaking shields are important. So if you're not KOing through the shield... You definitely need, you can't have a team of only those Pokemon. <laughs> Particularly if you're soloing it by yourself and don't have other mm-hmm. team, other people support, because the NPCs will not Dynamax. They will not take the opportunity. Only mm-hmm. you can in a only one player situation. So yeah, if you so bring Eternatus awkward. to that, nothing's Dynamaxing. End of story. Mm-hmm. If the Pokemon has, like, a three-shield bar, you're probably okay, but if it has a five-shield bar, those are worse, because you really want to be doing the two-shield bar damages with the Dynamax Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, it's it's a nasty time out there, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. I would suggest doing it. Go raid today. <laughs> Go make friends. Find a local <laughs> wild area near you. I like it better than Pokemon Go raids. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I feel like there's more thinking than just tapping. Uh, that's probably true. Like, it, it, like Pokemon Go raids are just dog piles that like is required to. Do you have enough people to dog pile? Yeah, mm-hmm. at least from like the semi-casual stance. Can you outpace the one guy thirty feet away, golden raspberrying every time that you leave? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the. Uh, th- this is much better. I like this better. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like this better. So on that on that note, I think we're good, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say, I do hope if we get Diamond and Pearl remakes, they, they add this to the game. 
I hope they add this. I hope I hope this is a a permanent like fixture in Pokemon. But knowing how they like to remove things in some form, yeah, I hope I, they keep in some form this idea. You like maybe maybe a totem Pokemon instead of a Dynamax Pokemon, or yeah. maybe just a oh, bunch. Oh, you know something. what? That'd be good. I'd like that, dude. Could you imagine Dynamax Pokemon that are or not, di- but like raid battles that are totems, but like same stats as like a. So you you have a Dynamax Pokemon. But it can call it can call like a partner to help out. Uh huh. Oh, that would be great. Like this mechanic isn't necessarily. I just wish there was more like you could do it's, with it. That would be the. I think that would be the bit how you add depth to it though. Yeah, I think you treat it like a totem like that, where it can call for help. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be great. I think you add those mechanics together, and you have like a really winning combination. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you don't lock it to Dynamax. But because it's something we want, it's something we'll never get. That's okay. It's it's still waves better than the uh, battle royale was. Like it is way better than the battle royale was. Way better. They, they tried to hype that, and uh, no, <laughs> that was a short. I'm game. just hoping because it seems like such a fixture in this game compared to that mm-hmm. that this stays this way. I'm gonna hope yeah. that they know. Now that you said battle royale, all I'm thinking is, oh man, it's just something you run into the game, and they just say, yeah, this is here right now. <laughs> and then it's gone <laughs> and it makes me sad and i don't want to see that happen <laughs> yeah like diamond and pearl have the whole post game area that really you could remove from the game and you'll be you fine. could just make that a wild area honestly exactly that's a perfect spot for it i'd be into it so hopefully if that's what they end up doing that's the direction they i hope so and on that note i think this is a good place to stop mm-hmm. we got we got more things to talk about we're going to take a short break here and you're going to hear seth's lovely voice again talk to you about some about some noodles yay and uh, it's i mean i believe in the noodles <laughs> they're great you'll hear me you'll hear me gush about them they're great uh and on that note though we are gonna we're gonna kick it on over to the pokemon of the episode so we will catch you guys on the flip-flop hey guys seth philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that i've been absolutely loving vite ramen If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes four minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I got to get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 882, Dracovish, the fossil Pokemon. Its Pokemon Shield entry states... Its mighty legs are capable of running at speeds exceeding 40 miles an hour. But this Pokemon can't breathe unless it's underwater. I These Pokemon are monstrosities. These fossil Pokemon. I love them. They were never meant to exist. 
they're just like really poor creations. Like it's, it, it feels it feels immoral. It just feels like it feels like acts defying God. Did you pick up on the uh, on the name of the scientist who resurrects them? No. Carrie Less. Oh no. Careless. Oh no. <laughs> These poor creatures. <laughs> These poor creatures. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for them. I love them. They're, they're just all, they're all suffering. Arctivish's head is upside down. <laughs> they're all I suffering. <laughs> they're all suffering. Uh, okay, so Dracofish apparently, um, so apparently, is just like the best Pokemon that ever existed. So like, so like, first of all, it's a fossil Pokemon. Next of all, it's a water dragon Pokemon. And so there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. This is so, so the most unlikely candidate for probably what would be like best Pokemon in the meta. I, I don't want to call it best Pokemon in the meta because this meta is very unstable right now, like stupid unstable. Because the difference between us recording this right now on a Wednesday and you listening to this on a Monday, we could just change the world. Like absolutely change the world. Mm hmm. Uh, because Dynamax might be banned or something. Granted, I think the team we have today with Dracovish on it probably can survive Dynamax if you just swap out like one member. Maybe. Uh, I think, I think so. I feel, I mean, there's the member that you'd swap it out for would probably also be banned, but whatevs. Who could, yeah, whatever. (laughs) So Dracovish, Water Dragon, means he doesn't have that many weaknesses, just Dragon and Fairy. So like, that's good. It's a decent typing. He only has three resistances though, and then everything else hits him for normal. He has a base 75 speed, which is meh. Base 90 attack, which you're just like, meh, Thatch, we'll get to the good part. And the answer is literally just in his signature move, Ficious Rend. <laughs> this is 100% the only reason to, like, care. So Ficious Rend is a water-type move. It is Ar- or Draco Vicious signature move. It uh, It's a base 85 damage. However, if it goes first, it doubles the attack. So that's base 170 gets stabbed so it's another 1.5 if you put it in the rain which we have a way to put in the rain very easily you get another 1.5 and then other reasons what's its ability thatch oh my gosh it's strong jaw and then another 1.5 from strong jaw it's disgusting because vicious rend is boosted by strong jaw this is all this is all very scary and that's a lot of attack from like one little guy if you do the math, it gets up to 573 base power in it's the rain. It's disgusting. That's so disgusting. Uh, so the team that we've got for you today, <laughs> that, that may or may not be relevant in a week, <laughs> is uh, Dracovich with the choice band, because you know what's even better? Even more. <laughs> even more on that. So choice band with strong jaw, four HP, two fifty two attack, two fifty two speed, adamant nature, because we just gotta max that attack out. It's base seventy five speed anyway, so meh. Vicious rend, you can run psychic fangs, crunch and ice fang, but who cares? Just run vicious rend. <laughs> <laughs> like who cares? Right? Like what's the I don't care how much damage, I don't care what the weakness is, as long as it's not like jealousant with water absorb, I don't care. That's the only reason you would click anything other than <laughs> yeah, vicious right? rend. That's like it's like, oh hey, here's jealousant with water absorb. Because, uh, like, I think you can you can Oko, like, Ferrothorn and Toxapex with this. You can two-shot it without rain. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. And so, speaking of rain, Pelipper at least made it into the game. So he's doing all right. 
Uh, Pelipper, Damprock, Drizzle, 248 HP, 252 defense, 8-8 special defense, bold nature. Just make him a bulky boy with Scald, Roost, U-Turn, and Hurricane. Just make him a bulky boy. He does not have to fog yet, which is sad. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a post-home. Post I don't want to call it post-home because it sounds like it, it, it makes it sound like it makes it sound like a much more like a apocalyptic day post. than post bank like i miss yeah. post bank i like that terminology better than post home you know that scary time when the parting shot and cinema come upon the world <laughs> yeah. well i mean that's just gonna come around anyway regardless yeah it's an egg move but anyway I, i'm convinced that move sets will reset but that's neither here nor there uh what do you mean i don't think so i don't think that's that'll be true I don't know. We'll get there. Anyway. Sigma, take take it, take it, take the next two. Okay, next up, we got one of my favorite new Pokemon to use on teams, is Barraskuda with the Choice Band. It has the Swift Swim ability, 4 HP, max attack, max speed, adamant nature. We have Liquidation, Close Combat, Psychic Fangs, and Crunch, because this fish has coverage. What is this move pool? <laughs> what is this move pool? <laughs> like, I don't know why they gave it all of these moves. Maybe they felt they needed to make something stronger than the uh, stronger in coverage than the Swapper. Like, okay, so I was I was legit like I was legit like, oh yeah, they got rid of Lando. I understand because you can't really get anything that can beat Lando. You know what I mean? And then and then it's just like here's all these things that can probably destroy Lando. <laughs> it also gets it, it also gets Aqua Jet. Fun fact. Oh my gosh, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah, but it has like a base one thirty six speed, so it never has to worry about being outsped they they this is like the opposite of alola we got a lot of fast stuff this gen yeah i think this is like the sixth fastest pokemon in the game yeah they like overcompensated on this and two of those pokemon are like or three of those pokemon are the legendaries Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) this thing's also your primary dynamax target yeah i love dynamaxing this thing because i've been using it in battle tower Mm -hmm. and in the rain with the uh, Dynamax liquidation, it's fun just to watch things get wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Or you use Dynamax close combat to raise your attack stat. Mm-hmm. So then you obliterate things. Yeah. From- Do note that it lowers in power, though. It does. It's like 90 base power. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a plus one attack and then you blow things away with liquidation because mm-hmm. they switch it out. So after that, we have Ferrothorn. It's basic Ferrothorn. Leftovers. Max HP. Max Spidaf. A little bit in the defense, careful nature, stealth rock, leech seed, power whip, thunder wave, leftovers. It's Thorn. true blue. Yeah, the only the thing I like about this meta most of all is that the things that aren't new are staying the same, but all of the new things can do just like stupid crazy things. <laughs> 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 like that, I mean everything. Like if from Dragapult to Arctofish uh, to Dracofish, like they're all just doing like really weird, unique things. Except Arctivish. Arctivish isn't... It's, yeah, it's kind of bad. Arctivish it, is bad. Nobody likes ice typing. It's fine. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, everybody's like, oh, we got an electric ice type. And it's just like... Ah. <laughs> That's Arctisalt. That's Arctisalt. I do agree with you, yes. Uh, so it's like... Eh, eh, it's, not a great ty- it's not a great typing to begin with. So I'm okay with that not existing. <laughs> but yeah it's, it's it's interesting like the rest of them are just like doing crazy things like toxicity like with punk rock like what what oh, is that stupid what is this what is this game it two it chaos ferrothorn too with boom burst yeah with boom what? burst yeah what's this <laughs> anyway i'll wrap it i'll wrap, wrap it, up. it wrap it up tell me tell me about ditto and why it's stupid in this game right now ditto is stupid because when your opponent dynamaxes and boosts their stats all of them by like a thousand in comes ditto 
ta da 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 now they're my boosts, and Ditto can Dynamax, so it becomes that Pokemon and just counter-sweeps. Also, important, because this was only updated today as of recording. On Showdown, there's been a bug for a while in Showdown, or just Dynamax wasn't properly implemented. Now, when something Dynamaxes, it loses its substitute. Ooh. So that makes it all the more easy for Ditto to walk in, imposter the now now out in the open Dynamax Pokemon, and counter sweep immediately. I never would have thought that Ditto would be something that I'd be like, is that gonna be on a suspect thread? On a, on on the one through ten, if you listen to Battlecast this week, which is literally impossible for you to have done, Thatch, where do you think one through ten Ditto lands in usage? In usage? It's probably close to one. It's closer to one than ten. Uh, it's five. It's number yeah. five in usage right now. So I was right. It's closer to yeah. one than ten. <laughs> yeah. Is Ferrothorn one? I think it's more than Ferrothorn. Ferrothorn's, I think, six. Really? Oh, I thought. Ferrothorn. What's number one? Is it Vicious Renboy? Excadrill. I believe that. Barrasuda isn't even on the top ten list. That's yeah. fine. He's just a good swift swimmer. It's fine. Yep. That's fine. I understand. I'm a, I'm at least happy that Felipper could find friends after Mega Swampert left him. <laughs> right? I was worried yeah. for the guy. Ludicolo's not the same. Anyway, wrapping it up, we have Dragapult holding an expert belt with the ability Infiltrator. EVs of 84 HP, 32 defense, 184 special attack, 208 speed with the timid nature. So just like a basic spread. Like a basic, very easy spread. Kind of, maybe, sort of-ish? A basic, yeah. easy spread. Yep. <laughs> Please explain. These numbers have reasons. <laughs> the EVs, the HP and defense EVs allow you to avoid a KO from a Barrascuta with Ice Fang. Okay. And the 208 speed is to outspeed Barrascuta by one point outside of rain. So okay. if you're facing one down with rain not up, you can take advantage of it. All right. And the move set is Hex, U-Turn, Will-O-Wisp, and Thunder. Thunder. Because some of Dragapult's best counters at the moment are things like Mandibuzz and Toxapex. So if it hasn't been weakened already by absorbing a whole bunch of rain hits, you can slap Toxapex with Thunder and Thunder. clear the way for Dracovish to just cleave the opponent's team in half. I'm so excited. Or Barrascuta. I'm so excited. This is exciting. And Will-O-Wisp goes into Hex. Uh, you can take advantage of Thunderwave from Ferrothorn, Scald from Pelipper to just augment Hex's damage even more. Clean up with Dragapult if you need to. I feel like this team still works without without Dynamax, too, if you swap out the Ditto for, like, for like Darmanitan. Yeah, I mean, but Ditto's good against Dynamax. It's anti-Dynamax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. In a metagame with Dynamax, Ditto is good. Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking, because, like, in my mind, and this might be a bold opinion, but I don't think it is, I I don't think Dynamax is going to be around forever in Smogon formats. No, it's not. Like, flat out. It's in, in the form it's in now, at the very least, it's not. Yeah. So maybe when, maybe when it's gone or changed in some way, swap this Ditto out with Darmanitan until that's banned, and keep going until that's banned because it's too good and then <laughs> and then Dracofish is banned and then this is blah, 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 blah. whatever uh, i can't wait for it all to be banned <laughs> the meta is only ferrothorns it's ferrothorns and tox effects and arcanine <laughs> yeah. and then you that's all you're left with <laughs> yep oh well welcome to this game kids 
that's it for the Pokemon <laughs> of the episode. We're gonna kick it on over to uh to uh to the mailbag after this. So let's uh let's do that. Let's kick it on over. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give the Green Taurus badge if we remember or if your email was good and we remembered it. Uh, but welcome to the mailbag. If you uh, are new, this is the part where we really listen to emails. You can send an email into pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we would really appreciate reading it on the show. And if we don't, we promise we'll throw it in the Discord so other people can read it and know that you had words of wisdom. Uh, next week, uh, we'd love to hear what you think of raids. Do you like raids? Do you think they're a good mechanic? Let us know. Pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just tell me about why Dracovish is your favorite Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, praise the boss. That also works too. So uh, last week, we wanted to know what your tips and tricks for getting started in Sword and Shield were and what your favorite parts were. So we'll jump into these emails. So our first one is from Doc Knox. Dr. Noximus, automated notification system. Greetings, Buckle. The doctor is currently unavailable due to expedition fatigue and crushed hopes. However, there are some notes he left. First, many TMs can be bought from the vendors scattered about the wild area. I think they mean TRs. TRs. But, yeah. An amazing utility alongside the second nursery tucked away under the bridge. Second, the brilliant aura Pokemon have nice stat boosts and show up very quickly after farming in an area for a few minutes. That That's true. Pokemon actually confirmed that. Chaining increases that. And third, aside from exclusive Pokemon, or exclusives, Pokemon have different spawn rates and zone between versions. Rip got shield. Most of the Pokemon I wanted were easier to get than sword. Lastly, the evolution stones are scattered about the wild area and early routes, so it was nice to get my skill skill link shelter starter. Starter. (laughs) (laughs) Evolved early, and she looks amazing dynamaxed. Until next time, say hello to my bullet hell pumpkaboo. Sent from my haunted forest. Seriously, my team has three grass ghosts. All. That's my favorite typing. So the only thing I noticed is the start of this like a message, a re, like an answering machine, and then that answering machine got oddly specific, and then it was him <laughs> saying goodbye to us. <laughs> and I'm very confused. Yeah. It's a very well-programmed message, Thatch. What were you thinking? Is there some kind of foolery? The The answering machine became very sentient. Skynet online. <laughs> uh, this next email is from Katana100. Hey, Puckle Crew, I just listened to the latest ep, and I thought I would drop an email in. Firstly, my thoughts on the game. Honestly, my expectations weren't the highest going in, and I was gladly proven wrong. This game hasn't been an enjoyable romp, warts and all. The gym setup felt familiar but fresh. That stadium music is great. It is. And while the story is a little lackluster, it didn't overstay its welcome. The new quality of life improvements are are mostly fantastic, and rating, of course, is a blast. But the most enjoyable part for me, being a Brit, is the overall theme of the game and towns all felt like Britain from the first little village to Winden. If you're wondering why it's empty, that's because everyone is down at the local pub watching the latest match. (laughs) 
<laughs> the new mons having themes from knights to tea is great as well, but I'm still confused why the swan and bulldog Pokemon aren't in the game, as they are very British, and I would have loved to have seen a water ground type based on fish and chips. <laughs> god they could be carrying sacks of potatoes oh my gosh yes they could be carrying barascuda barascuda uh playing the game for the first time i would say take your time enjoy the sights and explore talking to all the people with dodgy accents is hilarious a big one as well is that you can get easily distracted by the pokemon roaming around but don't forget to do random encounters in the grass as there are fun pokemon hiding in the grass still the wild area is fun but I, I would suggest leaving smashing it until the end game. If competitive is your thing, rental teams are a thing, so you still haven't made your team or your dream team grab a code for a team you like and get playing so so it's still new so that everyone is finding their feet there. Katana 100, out. Sent from Yahoo Mail on Android. I would agree with the definitely don't forget about the, the uh, yeah random encounters. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff in the random encounters. Yeah, I didn't do that. I usually had to go back to routes to get those. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about the random encounters being mixed with like the wild encounters, because I think it's a really good like mixture. Like I, I enjoy still having random encounters. Mm-hmm. I, as a Pokemon fan, I need random encounters regardless of what anybody sells. And that's one. That's also a reason why I really don't. I really like that. There aren't overworld shinies. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what anybody says. I love that. I, I would prefer overworld shinies, but you know, we can fight later. And we'll duke it out in the parking lot. We'll duke it out in the parking lot. I I would I I'm really okay with random encounters. I do, the only problem I have with them is that the overworld encounters get in my way of getting them all of the time. <laughs> yeah, like it, I legitimately have to like dodge the the overworld encounters to get to the random encounters. That is my only pet peeve with them. Yeah, the spawn rates on those are sometimes a little too high. I think they're just too high for overworld encounters because like it's just like, oh, hey, here's 50 Mr. Mimes in the grass. Oh, you want that one random encounter over there? Well, here's a Mr. Mime. <laughs> Hope you have a Pissimian that taught you how to get past the mimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my just gosh. make a break for it. Yeah, you have to like it's like it's like playing football and you got to get around. But you're the Bengals and you're not very good. And so that, that's where we are with that. Uh, but yeah, thanks for that email. Katana 100. Uh, this last one is from uh, Trainer Wolf. I'll let you grab this one, Seth. You got it. Hey, Puckalonians, Trainer Wolf here to give my thoughts now that Sword and Shield have released. My last few emails have been super long, and I think I and I have a lot of thoughts about Swish. So today I'm doing a TLDR version and leaving out a lot of my thoughts on the game, so I don't ramble too long. And as an apology for my last few emails being so long, <laughs> Sublime and anybody else new to starting the adventure. My advice is to check out YouTube for various guides and grab a bunch of friends or three for raids. My wife and I have been doing raids together, and it's been a blast, and I think it's a lot more fun doing it with a friend rather than just some random people online. This is easily my new favorite Pokemon game, and while it does have some imperfections and I miss my number one guy for Alligator, the good Who doesn't miss for Alligator? I think everybody in this room misses him. Nope, in that room maybe. I'm in a different room than you. <laughs> Can we boy. get rid of Croco now at least, though? The caveman alligator. Yes, please. Yeah, they're a package deal. Okay, they're a package deal. <laughs> Not a good package. I hate you so much. I hate... we're gonna fight in the parking lot after this. <laughs> <laughs> I give it 20 minutes tops. That's all we have. <laughs> but I'm just okay. Good enough. <laughs> 
continuing on. I, I, I like that nobody's going to get that joke until like three nope. weeks from now. <laughs> yep, when it all sinks in. Yep. I also have a topic suggestion. Have you folks considered doing an episode about Battle Tower team building? In my Ultra Moon, my Battle Tree single scene was Megamence, Toxapex, and Golisopod, but now that Megamence isn't available, I'm thinking Dragobolt, Toxapex, and GMAX Scorch. I'd sure. really love to hear your thoughts on building a team for singles and doubles in Battle Tower, since it's similar to competitive, but only using three or four Pokemon in a team with different ban rules. Hopefully, they, they let you use the legendaries. Just use one of them. <laughs> they do? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Right? I didn't even try. What? That's because you don't. You never tried using the legendaries because they're well, always bad. We've been we've been trained. But yeah, you can just use uh, you can use Zashin and once I get it, I haven't even done that part yet. <laughs> it's so sad. Uh anyway, hoping I'll eventually stop signing with my real name and remember to sign off as Trainer Wolf as the journey continues. Trainer Wolf. Did he sign a Trainer Wolf? No, he did not. I'm going to say he did. <laughs> He did not, but thank you for the email anyway. He played it safe and didn't sign it at all. <laughs> oh, on that note, if you want to email us, like I said next week, you too can email us here at the show at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, P-U-C-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. We really appreciate it. You can you can send those emails out. Uh, the link is also all, is always in the show notes. Uh, you can you can go ahead and do all that. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, you can do so by going over to our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Keep up with us over there. All of our socials are in the show notes. You can, of course, help out the show and get more Puckly goodness in the content form by going over to Puckle Plus, where you can listen to such things as Seth's voice once a month, talk about competitive Pokemon, and sometimes he lets me back on my show. <laughs> sometimes you actually want to come back on too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> sometimes he lets me. Sometimes he lets me back on when he convinces it ain't me to all come on back me, on. Boy. I know I'm giving you such a hard time. I'm gonna fight you in the parking lot. <laughs> well, we only have twenty minutes. <laughs> no, no, you get ten minutes each. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't wait for to have that episode. Uh, um, give it a month, guys. Give it a month. You'll understand. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's going to be so bad. And so it's, uh, so go ahead and do those things. Uh, you can also catch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. Seth is sometimes there. I'm sometimes there. Lydian sometimes there. Shamu sometimes there. Jushiro sometimes there. Other people are sometimes there. It's a good time. A lot of sometimeses. A lot of sometimeses. We got to get a schedule. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing is we need to get a schedule. We'll schedule <laughs> yeah. this. And we'll we'll have a good time. It's uh, but yeah, the, it's the Wild West over on Twitch. Go hang out with us. It's a good time. Yeah, you can also check out our YouTube page, which we're planning on getting some more content up there in the near future for you guys to look at. Get your eyeballs on. We're also working out details for our 2020 plans. We don't know what they are anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but finally, if you want to help support the show, there's so many different ways to help support us, and it helps us bring this awesome product to you and just make it better and better every week. Um, so one, first I want to make clear that any money that Puckle makes does not go to any of our pockets. Um, except for that one time a year, we all get together and buy a pizza, one pizza for 12 of us. That's not true. It was tacos. Oh, it was tacos. That's true. We did have tacos. We did also have taco pizza. We also had pizzas. We did have pizza. We did have pizzas and we had tacos. (laughs) We all starved. You can tell we we weren't going in luxury here. Yeah, we we got we bought like fifty dollars of Taco Bell. 
<laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. So we we did that, and it was it was a blast. We uh, but you can support the show a multi- multitude of different ways. One, you can subscribe to us on Twitch if you have a free Twitch Prime membership. That's always a great way to do it. You can go over to tpublic.com and get some some Puckle swag or just Pokemon swag in general. Anything you buy there with our link really just helps us out and helps helps us improve the quality of the show. You can also help support us more directly by going over to patreon.com slash pucklepodcast where you can get cool rewards over there. They're going to be updating soon. The whole Patreon page is going to go through an overhaul with Sword and Shield. Um, now that it's released and we understand how it works. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be some cool new rewards over there. And then you can, of course, uh, uh, our newest way to help support the show that you've already heard Seth's sexy voice talk about earlier today <laughs> is to go ahead and go over to our partners over at Vite Ramen. Those guys are great. They're just fantastic people. And I love their product. I think it is just a fantastic product to be able to eat ramen and not feel bad about it. I love it. It's such a freeing feeling for a noodle addict. Like <laughs> it's really nice, actually. I, I'm a big fan. So I would go over to Vite Ramen. You can use discount code PUCKLE, P-U-C-L, at checkout and get 10% off. And we get a little bit of a kickback from that. Also, just go over there and check out their product. We we would really appreciate it if you went and did that. There's also a link in the show notes just to send you over to their website right away. So definitely go ahead and do that if you get the time. We would really appreciate it. And on that note, I guess that's everything we usually talk about. So I am Trainer Thatch. I'm Seth Vila. And I'm R Sigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. And Puckle would like to thank all of its patrons for making the show possible. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to improve the show, improve our equipment, and do really cool community events. Uh, on that note, 
I would like to let you all know prior to reading all of your names on the list that we're going to have a Patreon shakeup. I'm probably going to record a video and put it on Patreon.com in the coming days, hopefully sometime later this week, where we'll discuss the changes that are going to happen to Patreon, uh, mostly because a lot of things have come to light um, in the way that our workflow works. And I, I just want to have a want to have a powwow, get to uh, just let you guys know everything. So pay pay attention. Hopefully we see something like that. Uh, we're also working on the Ditto giveaway. There's going to be two dates this week on uh, Wednesday and on Saturday, um, December fourth and December seventh, respectively. December fourth and December seventh. Um, so look out for those dates on Patreon.com if you have not already. So on that note. Let's get reading all of these names because there's so many of you now. Thank you to Gr- Liger, Viger, Duly Noted, Rob, JT, Big Chonk, The Fluffiest Whimsy Cat, Sean, Michael, Paul, Dexio, Christian, Miguel, Apollo, Corey, Rotted, Titan Killer, Lane, Piccolo, Ryan, John, Wade, Marcus, Kinkovic, Anharmonia, Alolan, Dergs, Tank, Sheldon, Claude Nine, CR Perkins, David, Swampertata, Matthew, Sherilyn, John, Jonathan, Merlander, Caleb, Joshua, Zane, P. McGee, Robert, The Golden Klefki, DGZ, The British Gent, Brian DeWolf, Dylan, Trevor, TJ, Keegan, Peach, Doc Knox, Dennis, Farmer, Echo, Edub, Jonathan, Disco Calypso, Kelvin, Taylor, Mike, Colt, Legionary, Maxi, Shambles, Justin, Crocodiles and Crocs. That's amazing. Michael, Tim, Equals, Andrew, Old Man Tup, Jesse, David, Super Chad, Chad Man, Chad Man, uh, Lord Corbinick, Harvey, Lotto, Jordan, Raymond, Brock, Ed, Louise, Kevin, Nico, Hayden, Voltaire, Calvin, Justin, Luke, Matthew, Naleb, South, Brandon, Locke, iStarly TV, Zach, Kenneth, Prime Rib, Vitz, Jeremy, Gigantamax Metapod, Sammy, Graham, Greg, Alec, Christopher, Yegler, Mikey, Christopher, Kevin, Chris, Darkflame, Three, Half Full Review, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Shira, Zarni, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Orange Avenger, Steve, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Sarah, Dylan, Joseph, Traby, Cordell, Julie, and Alex. Whew. It's getting long, guys, but thank you. Look out for those videos. Look out for those announcements. Pay attention to Patreon.com. And hopefully we'll see more of you guys in the future. Catch you on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.